there's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Parts Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. What you should do if you have just been diagnosed with a vision problem. The news of being diagnosed with a vision problem such as macular degeneration, glaucoma, retinitis pigmentosa, or diabetic retinopathy is truly one of the most devastating experiences. I can recall the day that I was diagnosed with my eye condition, I was in shock. I had the feeling of not knowing what was going to happen. Was I going to become blind? What would it be like if I was blind? Will I be able to work? How am I going to drive? There were so many different questions that were going through in my mind, and I even thought of some very, very crazy sort of things. I thought about moving away, becoming isolated. I didn't want to see people. I didn't want to tell my friends and family. And it was something that was so, so very, very difficult as I hid this and I kept all of these feelings and thoughts within my own mind. But since I have been through it, I want to share with you some of these different types of recommendations that I think would be most helpful. The first thing to do is to set up an appointment for a second opinion with a specialist who specializes in the condition that the doctor has told you. This is something that's very important because most people who have been diagnosed with an eye problem are usually diagnosed by a general eye doctor. It might be an optometrist or an ophthalmologist, but these are eye doctors who are general doctors. They do not specialize in one particular type of condition. There are doctors who are specialists in the areas of macular degeneration or glaucoma or diabetic retinopathy, and these are typically going to be ophthalmologists who have performed a residency. Now you might ask, well, how do I find a doctor who has this level of training? You might ask the doctor who told you about your initial eye condition and ask him or her for a referral to an ophthalmologist who specializes in this area. Number two, if you know of others who have this same kind of condition, you might ask them if they have a doctor that they're pleased with. And number three, there is typically the American Ophthalmologic Society that's going to have a list of ophthalmologists who will specialize in various types of conditions. Many times you could find this information in your telephone book as you look for the Ophthalmologic Society or you could simply call 411 and get this particular type of information. Another way that you could also find names of very very good specialists would be to call other low vision agencies. For example if you were to call an agency such as the Lighthouse International in New York or our center, the Center for the Partially Sighted and ask for one of the doctors. The doctors can also help you to find a specialist in that area. The main reason that it's so important to get a second opinion is because there are so many advances in the field of medicine that these specialists can often prescribe different types of medications or surgical treatments that may be able to reverse some of your vision loss or to stabilize it. The worst thing that one might do is to simply avoid all other doctors. 
Many people might think, well, my doctor told me that nothing can be done, so I'll just not go to any other doctor. This is the wrong thing to do, because there are so many different types of treatments, and the doctor who initially diagnosed you might actually be wrong. I can remember the story of a patient who was diagnosed with a particular type of eye condition. This was a very, very serious eye condition, and when we referred this patient to a specialist, it wasn't that at all. All of this fear and anxiety was a mistake. Doctors are human beings, and they also do make mistakes. The second thing to do is to prepare for that examination. Sit down at the table with your family or with a friend, and you want to write down the questions that you have. You want to find out, number one, what is the name of my condition? And I strongly recommend that you write these down. You want to use maybe a felt pen and some bold line paper to make it easier for you to see what you are writing. But the reason for writing it on a piece of paper is that you could simply hand this paper to your doctor and your doctor could write these answers down for you. This is the easiest way for you to get the information you want to. A lot of times you might try to memorize these questions and you might forget. It is a quite stressful time when you're in the doctor's office and many times you're tired or you're having difficulty seeing because of the eye drop that the doctors has put in your eyes. So ask questions by writing them down on a paper. What is the name of this condition? What, if anything, can be done? Is there any surgery that might help? Are there medications that might help? What is the prognosis? Will I go totally blind? Will I have difficulties with my clarity of sight? Will I have to give up driving at this time? And most importantly, you want to ask the doctor, where can I see a low vision specialist who might be able to help? This leads to the third thing, is that you should see a low vision specialist. After you have seen the expert ophthalmologist who specializes in your eye condition, you then want to be seen by a low vision optometrist or low vision ophthalmologist. The low vision doctor specializes in designing and creating specialized glasses, filters, magnifiers, and even exercises that can improve your vision. The doctor will tell you ways that you can slow down the progression of your condition. They may prescribe a cocktail of vitamin therapy, nutritional recommendations, and they will also tell you lifestyle changes that can help your vision. So the low vision optometrist and ophthalmologist is a person that you will be seeing for many months after. Each time that you see the doctor, the doctor may then design a new type of lens or device to help you to do those things that you want to do. During those low vision examinations, you'll find that you will suddenly be able to use your vision in a different way. You'll be able to read many of the things that you weren't able to read in the past. You'll be able to access other types of information, whether it's using your vision or your hearing or even your fingers, but the low vision specialist can help you to learn to do all the things that you need to do. The fourth thing to remember is to talk with your friends and family. It's very important that you let others know that you have these types of vision problems and you don't try to hold it in. When you try to hold it in all by yourself the way that I did, you go through too much suffering. 
People don't understand why you're acting differently. People don't understand why you're quiet, why you're short-tempered, why you're getting so frustrated, and why are you doing all these things that you're doing? You're tripping, you're stumbling, maybe you're putting on different colored socks or shoes. All of these different types of things are a result of your vision. By letting your friends and family know, they're going to be better able to help you. They might be able to assist you with doing some of the different types of chores. For example, a friend or a neighbor or a colleague might just say, Hey, let's carpool to work. Or another neighbor might say, Hey, when we go grocery shopping, let's go together. Some of these things could be very, very helpful and it could reduce a lot of that stress. You want to definitely speak with people and there are low vision specialists such as counselors who can help you with that. Lastly, you also then want to make certain that you are finding a low vision rehabilitation program. This is a program of specialists. These are teachers who can teach you to do all the things that you need to do whether you are partially sighted or totally blind. You must remember that for most cases, most people who are visually impaired or people who have become visually impaired as an adult, these people have usable vision. Even if we were to look at all the people who are classified, classified as being legally blind, meaning that they cannot see the big E on the eye chart with the use of visual aids that they do have functional vision. So virtually all people who are visually impaired do have functional vision and there are very few people who are totally blind. To learn more about how you might be able to enhance your vision, you want again find a low vision agency that specializes in working with people with low vision. There are agencies throughout the United States that are now specialized in helping people with low vision. The reason for that is because as the aging population grows, there are more and more people who have vision problems. These agencies and low vision centers have doctors and professionals who are specifically trained to help people with glaucoma, diabetes, macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, optic atrophy, and so many other more types of conditions. Also, if you're interested in finding other types of resources of support, there's other agencies such as the nonprofit Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. The Council of Citizens with Low Vision is an advocacy support group system of people who are visually impaired and they have access to assist you as you're going through this difficult time. To call them, they have a toll-free number at 800-733-2258. 800-733-2258, and they could provide you with a lot of information to where to begin to get some help. So remember to do these things. If you have just been diagnosed with vision impairment, you remember, make of an appointment with a specialist for a second opinion. You want to talk to others. Let others in your family know what you're going through so that they too can help you. You want to begin to search for a low vision specialist who can provide you with specialized glasses and visual aids and training to help you to do the things that you want to do and that you need to continue to do. And also reach out to other types of organizations such as the Council of Citizens with Low Vision who are trained specifically there to help people who have low vision. I hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next time when we bring you more information that will help you to cope 
and live with low vision. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.